0: Hello, we're back after a couple of weeks break. Nice to see you again. Uh, This episode was recorded a few weeks ago when there was a heatwave. So we make references to being sweaty. Uh, Don't panic. It's just because of that. Uh, This is the first of one of our one-off deep dive episodes where we look at an actor and uh, have a look at their career. So we bring Davina back from the last episode. We make a couple of references to that episode. So do have a listen to that because it's an okay episode it's all right you might enjoy it also we'll be up at the edinburgh fringe uh, over august so if you've got any ideas of shows that you want us to do we'll be doing a lot of little fun one-off shows while we're up there um interviewing comedians and people who think they're comedians and people who are wasting their mum and dad's money uh, i've also got a show up there so if you want to come see jamie allen in person maybe punch me in the face i'll be at the karaoke rooms in the east side venue at 1 15 p.m every day love you
1: if you like movies that I'm here to say, then this is the show for you, okay? It's called the best movie to a JD so don't touch that down, turn off on your phone. Grab a sweet song, mix of popping corn, from Rosebud to laughter to Jason Bourne. Meryl Streep to Kirk Russell to Dennis Hopper. And don't forget, y'all, this
0: is the job. All right, Davina Bentley, welcome back onto the pod.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me back um, yeah. in, the, in the intervening period of time that I have not seen you. I'm
0: glad to see you've not changed your clothes since. That's a bit worrying. Um,
1: but... I've washed this shirt.
0: <laughs> I think I needed to wash straight away after just being covered in sweat um, from the last one. I'll, I'll tend to be covered in sweat anyway. So we're going to do a deep dive mm-hmm. on a, on an actor or actress do you find the term actress redundant? I know a lot of people now. I don't
1: do. know. I was good. Like my friend did a gig and he got shouted at. I think he didn't say actor. He said actress. I don't, I think it's kind of immaterial. The person was like, it's actor. But I don't quite know what the position was in either. Like, I think I do say actress.
0: I say barista.
1: <laughs> sure. I say barrister. <laughs> I think it's really important that in life we focus on the words people use rather than the actual content of what they're saying, though.
0: Oh wow, I deep. That's
1: really? Yeah, and you know, but it's true. I think you know this is like you know labels over content, but you know, because you could say actor, couldn't you? Like Julia Roberts is such an amazing actor, the hot bitch. So really, it doesn't matter in a way what term you're using; it's what you're saying.
0: Uh, well, uh, I didn't think we'd get this deep.
1: Well, guess what, about. bitch? You're you're, you're... fucking knuckles deep. Let's so. talk about so we we're, we're
0: doing a kind of deep dive into mm. some megastars and let's talk about a huge actor Mel yeah. Streep.
1: we were talking about Mamma Mia and even though she can't sing. <laughs> she no she can't. Sing. Come on. Give me a break. That's she why made they that I, film that's part I of it, isn't it?
0: The best thing about Mamma Mia is they they put Pierce Brosnan in it next to her and so that any time Pierce Brosnan like Pierce Brosnan purposefully hits notes that aren't supposed to be hit by a human being. Um, just to make everybody else look better, it's such a sacrifice. He's like the Jarrell from the Fast and yeah. Furious franchise in the Mamma Mia series.
1: I don't get that I mean, reference, but he's the he's um it's not kamikaze. He's the person who stabs himself to kill the person behind him. Yeah, he takes the hit for the greater good. He sinks the ship yeah. even though he's on it. But there is there's something like I know I was saying like Dawn French didn't get cast in it because she's so bad. She said she was really bad at singing and she fucked it. But I love how people who aren't good at singing are in it. And it's interesting how Meryl Streep, who is obviously the best thing in it, bar Amanda Seafried, who's perfect, like can't sing beautifully, but then at points does sing really be- beautifully and makes it amazing.
0: Yeah, I kind of think um, Lily James in the second one, they should have got someone in who's a little bit rougher at singing, because
1: oh, to match, to match. Um, ha- yeah, it's a good point. She's got such a good voice, Lily James.
0: Which is why I think they should have got Pierce Brosnan to do the singing. Poor lily james in the That's second one.
1: A really good. but is it i wonder if when they were filming it you know like it went viral and it like all the memes about pierce brosnan's shit singing voice like yeah. is it intentional do they realize in the edit are they like look this is so bad people are going to pick up on it let's just like lean into it
0: i think it's there's something kind of heartwarming about it it's not mm. it's not been polished totally you know and especially, like yeah. meryl meryl in that i think she's a good singer now no no come on
1: you don't think you don't like you know that she's not a terror she's like um it's like karaoke isn't it she's like your mate who's like oh she actually did really nicely there so when she sings the winner takes it all maybe it's like the peak of two years of vocal training because suddenly she does sound gorgeous in the winner takes it all but she sounds terrible when she does like um money 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 so i wonder mm-hmm. if it's what's filmed first like what but either way it's i agree it's so endearing i think it's because she can't the- sing very well
0: she's acting the shit out of singing that song when it takes it all. Yeah, I agree, like, she is. It's it's an acting performance which overrides, like, you might not be hitting every note perfect, but you get in the. Thing. And also it helps that a lot of the ABBA songs are their stories. It's not just abba didn't write songs where it was like there's a boy over there and he's cute Mm. it'd be like you fucking cheated on me jesus christ my
1: heart is i love i cannot prefer and this is obviously part of why i say my holiday destination dream is greece greece is like the greek islands are my favorite holiday destination obviously i'm a posh white lady but um abba really are like one of my favorite 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 like kurt cobain i love abba so You're right, but I I agree that she acts the shit out of that song. I do not agree that her voice is like her voice actually is really good in the winner takes it all. She does hit every note, even when she's acting the tits off it. But um, but yeah, it's so endearing, and it's like as someone who's not as good at singing as they think they are, I love that they cast people who can't sing next to like Amanda Seyfried who sings like an angel bird. But sorry, we've gone off topic about Meryl. Um, but she, yeah, she like she makes it.
0: I think I think Meryl at that at that point in her career, because there's everybody has a lot of goodwill towards Meryl, do you know? Can you think of anyone who'd be like, oh Meryl, she can go fuck
1: herself. Yeah, the dingo, obviously. (laughs) The dingo, you know that dingo hates Meryl. That dingo's like she's always wagging on about me. The other person who hates Meryl is probably um. Oh, well, people who want to use, I used to know someone who would always say, and it really annoys me, you know, the most thanked person at Oscar speeches is, of course, Harvey Weinstein. Nobody's ever been thanked more. Harvey Weinstein and God. Hang on, God. It, yeah. Well, it's God and Weinstein. We're fine, top two, both Jewish. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> funny to do. Um, Once again, quite... we must say
0: that you are Jewish, Davina. Oh, Venus, stop it.
1: Um, so that I'm what? So that I'm what, Jamie? So that
0: you're allowed to say those jokes?
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry, of course. Um, Whereas me and Ben
0: just a... nervously nod and go... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. But she um, she thanked Harvey Weinstein, I think quite... I think I don't know if it was the Mamma Mia year, it may have been, but I think she quite famously thanked Weinstein. I'm gonna, and, it, she, and she, she, she thanked... That, um, well. um,
0: in the same speech, she thanked Epstein as well. For, Fuck off. They no, did, she they did, did, they no. did some, some reshoots on the island... <laughs> Oh, stop it. She, no, didn't. She, she didn't win an Oscar for Mama made it, she
1: I know, you're right. It probably Oh, it must have been the hours or something. When did she thank?
0: She was nominated.
1: Um so so let me just Meryl Streep.
0: Do you know what's annoying? I literally just had Merrill's uh Thanking Weinstein Meryl's nominations up.
1: So sorry, so to be clear, the one person that hates her, yeah, she thinks Harvey Weinstein is God. This is two th- what year is this? 2017? What once called Harvey Weinstein five years ago, she accepted the award for best actress in motion picture. Sorry, it was the Golden Globes, two thousand and twelve, and she called Harvey Weinstein a god. What is that? The hours, maybe. Maybe that was her way
0: of like letting people know that she thought the god was evil.
1: Yeah, it's a good like a covert (laughs) message to the industry. I think that's the only people who probably don't like Meryl Streep, and I have Mm -hmm. had people you know levy the argument that she knew everyone knew, so she's complicit, but. I you know what's weird. Can I just say what, what's what weird? What a way to start there? our appreciation post of Meryl Streep. <laughs> she was, well, you were like, who doesn't love her? Oh, positive theory.
0: She um, knew. She knew and she did nothing.
1: <laughs> she did nothing. She heard all these girls cry. Um, can I say what is interesting about Meryl is, yeah. um, you know, how, like, do you remember her on that Simpsons episode as the priest, as um Reverend Lovejoy's daughter and Jessica? And she's like, I'll do anything. She plays Bart's first girlfriend, but oh, it's yeah. famously not known that it's Meryl Streep. Well, I mean, I say famously, loads of Simpsons fans would, would know that. I thought that was
0: Michelle Pfeiffer in that episode.
1: No, Michelle Pfeiffer is Mindy. Uh, oh, Mindy, you came and you gave me a turkey. But same same series. But, um, wow, you've really embarrassed yourself, Jamie. I know. I thought I was embarrassing when I said Berlusconi was, um, you know, that <laughs> director whose name also begins with me and is <laughs> Italian. But you've really shown yourself up today. But, um but yeah she was so good at impression like she's so good at impression she sounds like a nine year old girl like in that episode of the simpsons
0: well that's way really, one of the one of the great things about male range you know
1: acting range or do you mean like vocal range acting been... range
0: as in i there's not many who can play the the variety of performance that like do you know when you see some actresses do work in class and you're like oh you're like
1: that's so embarrassing like when you so so see
0: anya taylor joy in the menu is meant to be like working class and you're like oh no no you're a fairy that was brought down from the clouds you're not
1: i think you know, like facially you could she could like she's got i know she's like a supermodel and she was like a model before she acted but there is something in her face you could imagine her being like just a very normal working class girl who happens to be extraordinarily beautiful but i trust that she can't act it like I wouldn't trust her to do a cockney accent because she can barely you know, like in interviews she swaps between her a Spanish accent and her English accent and then this American accent it's like yeah you know Mary's... that's kind of her thing is like
0: I think Meryl's more of like an empty avatar, like she can play. Anything, pretty much anything. Can sort you, of,
1: um, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> like, I know Jennifer Lawrence basically is a young, in my view, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence is a young Meryl Streep because I oh, think a good play. That's not
0: a bad question. Who's who's taken on Meryl's crown? I guess it, Jennifer it Lawrence Jennifer has already been Lawrence. nominated a bunch.
1: But there's nothing. There's no part where you don't think, God, she did that accent well. God, she did that class well. Oh my God, she sounds like a 19 year old Alaskan or wherever the you know wherever she was meant to be in our winter. <laughs> what is Wells Winter's Bone? Winter's
0: uh, it's meant to be
1: like i don't know if it's like meant to be crew. it's not a crew it's either like <laughs> alaska or like
0: um <laughs> yeah it's I know. one of, you know what I mean? one, one of like, the cold american states yeah yeah
1: exactly but she, i mean like she can turn her hand to it whereas just like meryl street i don't think there's any part you'd be like mm, i don't think she could play an australian woman who's had a dingo take her baby mm. what do
0: you you're obsessed with
1: should we get absolutely into this absolutely obsessed yeah. with the dingo took my baby
0: but uh, before seen, that, uh, I, I still do want to, uh, Dav, can
1: you, can you do working so, class just to check? It uh, depends what sort. Well, actually, do you know, recently I was actually going to be cast in a role where I would have played a friend's short film playing working class girl. And I took the script and we talked about it and we decided in the end, I was like, I don't think I should do it because I don't want, it's hard because I was like, initially I said, I don't want to punch down, but like, it's it, how dare I say, but I can't say that working class is punching down. Like my dad was working class. It's not a punch down. It's, but people were really like, oh, can you do a.
0: Is it you taking away opportunities from working class actresses? Well, do you
1: know who took it in the end was a really fucking posh girl. So in yes. the end, I was like, well, I should have fucking done it. Whereas there well, was, so actually, it was, an, was Anya Taylor
0: lot. Joy, wasn't it?
1: Annya Taylor Joy, and she couldn't even do it. <laughs> but there's, God, there's something really satisfying, isn't there, about a really bad working class English accent? It's something, because we're, it like really grabs us because we're English. It makes us go, like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing.
0: Well, you know. You think? Like Mel- a Dick Van Dyke. Meryl does an English accent in, uh, you know, a portrayal of Ben's one of Ben's favorite heroes in The Iron Lady. No, she actually oh she God, played Thatcher, didn't she?
1: I forget. And what's that? I haven't actually seen. Is Gillian Anderson in a bit of that? No, Gillian no, Anderson. In
0: the yeah, she she oh, played sorry. Thatcher she in the plays Crown. Thatcher in
1: the Crown. That's really good casting. And who um, do you think
0: wins in that fight, Thatcher Meryl or Thatcher Gillian?
1: God, I love Gillian. She's so. Fit. I know it's not about it, but she's so beautiful and good at acting. And also, she can do work. She can do, even though she's really posh. She does a beautiful working, like she does working class, totally fine. Right? Don't you think?
0: Well, uh, Gillian I Anderson. To... Oh, no, Gillian. Gillian
1: Anderson. Yeah. Well, I mean, Thatcher may have been working class, but she didn't speak with a working, a working class accent. Yeah, but I'd, so I'd never.
0: If Gillian Anderson did any accent outside of Scully, I would not buy it. But she's just Scully. Outside,
1: outside of, outside of Scully. Are you yeah. Crazy. Me, you are Gillian... just a Bleak House or like.
0: No, she's too tied into that one character. You yeah, know. but that's because you Anderson. spent all
1: your years just furiously. It's probably embedded in your. In yes, your, in every
0: your... every Thursday night when I watch it with my family in the living room, I just start wanking <laughs> to Gillian Anderson. <laughs> Fine, but perhaps
1: later. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't. I honestly maybe because I what you know like Bleak House and all this and like um, Miss Havisham. In my head now, she's so Englishy, Englishy, like hmm. gosh, English lady. Like in the fall. Because, but yeah, maybe So, like, I have no issue. I love. I mean, I love Ginny Anderson. Um, but now I want to watch. Um, so what's that? What's what Street like a statue? Then good. she was.
0: She was good. I mean, it's it's hard, especially you know me being from Liverpool. I, a film that gives empathy to Margaret Thatcher mm. is obviously one of the worst things you could do. Oh. And in a way, it's kind of good having an American do it because it's like you don't. You know, you don't know any better. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like,
1: you don't know the history of this woman. I don't think you yeah. entirely understand what this woman did to the country. Um, yeah, you know, you don't yeah. understand
0: that right now we're having rail strikes as a knock-on effect of From, all that uh, shit that's been done in the
1: 80s. There was a housing yeah. crisis directly because of Right to Buy that she came up with. Like, isn't that so weird? I mean... Yeah, I know you don't want to do political because you, you don't understand politics, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but isn't that... Mad? You're right. I wonder how... I wonder how much Meryl Streep knew about Margaret Thatcher before she did that film. And I wonder, like, how it was pitched. I wonder if someone was like, look, people think she's an evil cunt. Mm. Or if her people were like, no, they love Thatcher. She was a feminist. She was the but first this is, lady prime this minister. It's
0: insane, is that, you know... I still like Meryl Streep, even though she's done two absolutely unforgivable things. One, oh. she's she's played Margaret Thatcher with oh. a level of empathy, and she's been in a film with James Corden. And you,
1: I didn't even know you hated Corden that much. I suppose we all hate what we are. So I see which, wow. um, which, which, which one was that? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm so shut up. <laughs> I really liked him in the History Boys. I'm, I mean, I'm like, not. I bet. You, I bet you would actually
0: fucking like James Corden. He's a posh little prick as well. No, he's not.
1: He's from Reading.
0: Yeah. You Depends have if he's being Reading. nice,
1: then I'd really like him. And then if he <laughs> wasn't being nice, then I wouldn't like him very much, would he? But no, he's not. But he's not. He's a normal boy from Reading. We <laughs> went to Reading Uni. I can't remember which.
0: They did into the woods together. Have you seen into oh the woods? Oh my
1: god, that looked mental. What was that? She like was what nominated. Uh,
0: Meryl was nominated for an Oscar for that. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's, she's amazing. Like important. as we've established, she's amazing. But what it just looks so like genreless, like a fantasy musical. It had what was that, it based on. It
0: had that new Disney aesthetic of um, everything in the background is grey and green and kind of murky. Uh, I think that's
1: kind it's, of interesting.
0: It's a little bit more subversive than like normal. It's the idea is the first half of the film is all like your fantasy setup, like your prince meets so and so, and this mm-hmm. is this. But then it's like the what happens after, and it, it kind of gets a little bit tangled.
1: Is it meant to be like Brothers Grimm, or is it not? Is it is it meant to be like Hansel and Gretel? Is it like a subversion of it, a fairy tale? Yeah,
0: it, it's it is subversive, uh, yeah. But it's, I
1: mean, that sounds kind of cool, and I like song. I, you know, I love musicals.
0: But it also like it suggests that James Corden would be able to go out with Emily Blunt.
1: I mean, to be honest, sadly, because of the world we live in, it's absolutely <laughs> no, it is the case that women who look like Emily Blunt. I mean, every Judd Apatow film is like a schnooky Jewish guy uh, with like supermodels. So actually, very sadly, that's exactly the world we live in. The men who look like James Corden. You know, he's got a really beautiful blonde wife, doesn't he? So that's uh, actually factually correct because of the transactional nature of heterosexual relationships. Stop, stop sweating, Jamie. Stop
0: defending Into the Woods and stop defending <laughs> James Corden. I kind of I'm want to, to, to see it now. I'm trying to talk about how much I love Mel Street, And all you're doing is making me feel my hate towards Corden. Um, I, wonder, you, I wonder
1: if you got on with them.
0: If you if you had to pick, then your, your iconic. Let's say an alien comes down. To yeah. Meryl, right. And aliens come down. They said we've heard you made AI, so we've decided to actually get in touch. Yeah. Um. And you you have to give three definitive films of Meryl's what are you going with? If, uh, like, they've not even asked as well, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just went up to the alien. It was mid, like, shooting the president. You're <laughs> yeah. like, sorry, can I just say something? I'm <laughs> no, just doing own Street films I really want to talk to you about. Yeah. Well, the first one is obviously Mamma Mia because, you know, all the things we've talked about. But
0: Even though Mamma Mia too. Uh, Mama with a vengeance. on and is Mama's, better
1: then. I really look. I'm going to watch Mamma Mia two this afternoon. I wish you'd have said rewatch it, but I actually all I remember, my dad had only died a year before, and I went with my brother and my mum. And maybe it was just we were like all still emotional, and uh, but we were just I think all three of us were in pieces. Like we couldn't even quite talk after because the three of us had cried so hard. So, but look, I cried so much in Mamma Mia one. So look, Mamma Mia one. Loser. <laughs> did you cry, Mamma Mia? One?
0: No. The only bit that almost got me to tears is Mamma Mia Two when Meryl, Meryl appears at the end.
1: Did you? Did you get a bit wet? No. Like
0: obviously, I just you know coughed it up. I was like, Whoa. sure, sure,
1: sure. But you did. But be like but it, you were it, a bit it like it's a strong oh.
0: emotional bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a strong emotional bit. Okay, so I'm definitely going to say Mamma Mia One. Um, if you want, I can say Mamma Mia Two, and the third one is going to say Dingo ate my baby. Because it shows, it will show the alien what range she had.
0: All right, that's not the name of that film, is it? Can it's,
1: you remember? It's called, it's called, oh, man.
0: What is, and also remember, a child died, okay? A child actually died, Davida.
1: But how did it die?
0: What is the dingo? <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> Can I say, the reason I keep saying this is I had a boss in when I was a lawyer, and I had two bosses. One was very English, and one from Corby, like Haddo. And the other was from Australia and they were business partners. And the, um, the one from Corby would say to the Australian one all the time, A dingo ate my baby. Like, even if they were having like a row about legal stuff, he would just be like, Ah, oh, did A dingo eat your baby? And it's such a great like defense.
0: So, what we're actually talking about is yeah. the 1988
1: film, A Cry in the Dark. That's literally what I just right. said. I literally <laughs> just said that. What, she, what is she crying in the dark? She's crying. Jamie, I want to hear you say it
0: because she faked it. I think the main problem, right? The main problem for us Brits is that the word dingo is quite funny, isn't it? It's quite funny. <laughs> it's so, fun. so <laughs> like, if you just said like <laughs> a big animal ate my baby, you'd be like, "That is terrible."
1: That's awful. That's awful. Not a big animal, but if you say dingo, it's like saying a ding. It's like saying a dingy ding. A wow, wa- It's like saying. Uh, a do you know bingo. what? I'm-
0: I'm looking at IMDb and they've yeah. got quotes. And you know how normally IMDb is like fun quotes. So, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, Luke, I'm your father. Get on board with it, mate. Or, you know, let's have a weekend at Bernie," stuff like that.
1: Mm. Under
0: quotes, it's just the dingo's got my baby. <laughs> Fair enough, it is iconic.
1: I mean, it is. I'm trying to think of this. Oh my god, River Wild! Sorry, we talked about right, this. Off here affair. we go. Here we go. go. Also, can right. I please this correct me if I'm wrong? This here's is your my jam. hot take. is my hot
0: take. The River Wild is the best Mel Street film ever made.
1: I would not not dis. I would not not disagree. Um. Also, please correct me if I'm wrong. Is there not like a vibey? Is it her and Kevin Bacon? Not just like Kevin se- Bacon. The sexual chemistry there is just fucking electric, man. Like, yeah, is, they've purposely so given her like, naughty. um,
0: they've give her a wet drip husband who's like, Oh, god, I need to, you know, the pollen counters up and oh. all that. And Kevin Bacon turns up. So, if if, if anyone who's listening hasn't seen The River Wild, one, pause the podcast, go watch The River Wild. Mm. It is Meryl going, I'm gonna do a genre thriller, and it's got it's got not gonna have any wells and bistles. Well, wells and B- wells and
1: bistles, <laughs> I love wells and bistles.
0: Yeah, uh, wells and Bissels is the law firm looking after uh, <laughs> some of my issues right now. It's not gonna have any bells and whistles. It's it's not Meryl going for an Oscar, it's just Mel doing this fantastic thriller where she's on a, a holiday going down a river with her family, her young, annoying family. Um, and Kevin Bacon turns up with his mate. Is it one mate or two mates? I
1: think it's two, um, and they're both like yeah. rugged as fuck.
0: And they've been doing crimes, haven't they? They've been doing oh, some big old. Crimes. But they're quite
1: they're, but not to like overstress the point, but yeah, so these crime boys turn up and it is yeah electric in the air man it and is... at one
0: point meryl's family finds out that they're crime people and then it's a it's just a thrill of them chasing them down the river and kevin bacon is absolutely sexy in that film isn't he
1: but it's the vibe like he's sexy she's be I- i've forgotten kind of how beautiful she is i'm just remember, like in kramer versus kramer i suppose she is so beautiful mm. um but yeah it's like she's at peak i don't know how old like not the woman can't be beautiful and older, but she is so beautiful in River Wild, in a like baseball cap. I've got no yeah. makeup on, and I've got like a kayak jacket. Like she's hot, young mum. Well, because she's getting shit done. She's getting shit done. Like she d- is not fucking about. But um, am I? Am I? Is it John C. Riley who's playing the drippy husband? It's and not it's John C. Riley.
0: It is. Oh god, producer Ben, are you looking this up? I think and. Oh, Go god. It's, you're
1: right. It's someone drippy. He's like in
0: Good Night and Good Luck.
1: Good night and good luck.
0: I'm on the George Clooney, David Strathern. Yeah, David Strathern.
1: I can't picture that is at all. But yeah, fine. So it's drippy. So I guess you got the juxtaposition. And also, what I like lo- is I remember. So going to rewatch it now. If you lived in London, I'd say let's fucking rewatch it. But you're a selfish person. I'm busy.
0: I'm pretty busy actually.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Corby Bay. The docks are, whatever docks you're hanging out on. Corby um, Bay. Well,
0: <laughs> Bootle docks.
1: Bootle docks. Oh, I'm sorry. Those two things sound so different.
0: Yeah, Corby's in the Midlands. Bootle's yeah, in the sh- North Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we. Habena. Yeah. Says that girl who forgot she went to Sicily.
1: I'll oh, shut your face. Um, but the air is. It's just sizzling, isn't it? What's so interesting mm. is this, there's this weird thing. Not It's not too like straw dogs. It's not that extreme. But there is a weird vibe between them when he is being like, or when Kevin Bacon is being threatening or aggressive, or there is some element of like, is there some like complicity or is there some enjoyment by Meryl Streep? But equally, you could watch it as a 14-year-old with your parents and be like, oh, no, it's a thriller. But then you could be a bit older and be like, oh, what a horny thriller. Yeah. So two I mean- levels really, aren't there?
0: What I love about Meryl is she, she always zigs when you expect her to zag. Like, you you could never, ever actually predict what her next film is going to be, because I've just had a look. Um, um, A year before the... So, The River Wild's 1994. In 1992, Death Becomes Her.
1: Oh! Can I take back everything I've said and say the film, sorry, the alien, sorry. You just sort of forget, because she's, um... I sound like a Nikki Glaser bit. You forget. You You, you <laughs> do forget, um... Because she's so fucking ubiquitous and she's done so many films, you forget so that's that's actually a perfect film, Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Because it's you, a perfect were, movie. you
0: associate Meryl with winning Oscars and doing prestige movies like Kramer vs. Kramer, you expect if someone said we're gonna put on a Meryl Street movie, mm-hmm. you you have certain expectations of it. But then you throw stuff like Death Becomes Her into the mix, and you're like, Oh, she's actually got a really fun back catalogue.
1: But I think it's because we're coming to we're talking about Meryl Streep now. Like when we were kids, Meryl Streep obviously wasn't a prestige actress. She was a beautiful Hollywood actress when we were kids, right? She was that woman from The River Wild. She was the woman from Death Becomes a But now she is the grandma in Little Women. You know, the sort of Vanessa, <laughs> you know, the Vanessa Redgrave parts, right? The grandma. I mean,
0: they, those women among- are so little.
1: They're so tiny and no one can see them. So it's really sad because they all have to have a honey, I shrunk the little women. Yeah. <laughs> such a good film um he's already I so do, short
0: i do think that rick moranis not being in that installment of the franchise uh does make it tougher for little women
1: in in, in the little women i think yeah it's good. i think they were making a point that like because it was about women you don't need rick moranis being like well oh, i shrunk the kids <laughs> you didn't need that because it was a, i think it was a it was about make sure it was about feminism wasn't it only
0: the uh, little women. Only chunked the little women. So they were yeah. little at the start and then they,
1: they, they made smaller. Like it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> but that's what made the hero's journey so interesting because they were already starting so little. Except for Laura Dern, who's actually terribly tall. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that and kind of
1: that was a bit of a plot hole for me.
0: I think that's a they're making a comment there on Oh, do you
1: think about Laura Dern? I think
0: it's about the Vietnam War. Oh, um,
1: I, see, I see, I see, It's also so, another
0: yeah. one where The Simpsons has had a huge impact. Because I, I know okay. not the only one who genuinely thought the final line of Little Women was, they're no longer little girls, they're little women. Because that's what <laughs> Mo read, <laughs> to children in the hospital. Like, yeah, oh my God. Uh, that seems right.
1: Who says that in The Simpsons?
0: Mo's reading it to sick children in the hospital. <laughs> it's the last line of the book and he's crying. I always thought that was the <gasps> end.
1: Oh my God, The Simpsons were so perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, Davs. Yeah, so,
0: uh, so that
1: does nicely bring us back the Simpsons. Meryl Streep. I know mm-hmm. it's not a film, but that's still one of my favorite Meryl Streep roles ever.
0: So now that we've discussed quite a few Meryl Streep roles, we're oh. going to go into our character game. Right? So yeah. this is like, iconic from our podcast. Yeah, it's everyone writing and says this is my favorite bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And when
0: they're asking me to be removed from the show, they still say we like this bit. Sure, sure. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw four scenarios at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want you to answer which Meryl Streep character would help you out in each scenario, uh-huh. but you're not allowed to reuse a character. So once, fine, you've, fine. once you're Excuse done, you burn them through, yeah?
1: Fine. So I get to see each other. Sorry, Meryl Streep films. Fine, fine, fine. I'm ready.
0: you ready. I'm ready. So, I think
1: I'm ready. Hold on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: Which Meryl Streep character would you get to get you bumped up to first class on a flight?
1: Um, Presley. Would it, was she be Marcella Presley? Oh, when she plays Anna Winter? The Devil Wears Prada, obviously. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, she would take down the fucking flight before she, she was m- put in
1: May, right? Before she's put in business at BA, yeah. let alone let. Al- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she it's could it's do the Mark chance, Wahlberg
0: like stop nine eleven. But that that that's how good she'd be on a flight. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I
0: feel like she would have stopped nine eleven, but more because it was an inconvenience. Like yeah. that that character.
1: <gasps> Guys, so I've just forgotten about that. Sorry, is it is it? Remember the name because it's going to. Is it Mariella Pri- Pri- Mar- Mariella Priestley? What's the role?
0: Uh, you don't, you don't have to get it now that you just said the movie as well. We don't. We don't yeah, right. Okay, yeah. friend, friend,
1: friend, friend. Devil Wears Prada. I just feel like such a bad film person.
0: And you are. Don't worry. All right. You ready? Maybe you can bring it uh-huh. back on this one. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and maybe you've shot yourself in the foot on this. Scenario two.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Which Mel Street character would you get to get your team to win a cheese selling round on The Apprentice?
1: All right. So she's in like Watford Town Hall. She's selling cheese. Oh, it's obviously the River Wild Mum. <laughs> isn't it there's nothing she can't do she's really pragmatic it's the mum from the river wild or donna from mamma mia but i don't want to cut to let me not fuck myself over let me just have a think she's selling cheese they need to be sold quickly um oh, fuck it's actually probably donna from mamma mia if
0: only there was like a really persuasive politician that she played at some point
1: who was a grocer's daughter <laughs> but then i don't know if, if margaret thatcher where where are we selling cheese is it in watford
0: yeah, it's in London, and it's pre-dementia Margaret Thatcher.
1: I don't. No one's buying cheese from Margaret Thatcher. They'll be like, "You stop, you, you ruined the country."
0: She, she stopped the milk from the kids so that she, she could sell the cheese. Away,
1: no, she took the milk away because she hates cheese. Definitely not putting the Iron Lady selling cheese in the middle of Watford Town Square. No, the exactly. milk is
0: not for turning. The
1: milk is not for turning. <laughs> um, we really tickled yourself there, didn't you? Look, you went political and very proud. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go with the mum in the river wild. Actually,
0: okay, her name was. Um... Jess Riverwald, I think. Jess <laughs> uh,
1: Riverwald. It's actually yeah. it's Riverwald yeah. Riverwald. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, of the of the Helsinki Riverwalds. Yeah. Well, um, wait, sorry,
1: not a portmanteau, I meant it's a contraction.
0: Hmm. Well, now we're going to leave that. We're going to take that out and just leave <laughs> you saying portmanteau in and you're never will be like, oh my god, what an idiot.
1: It's like before when you said um. Oh fuck! He said something wrong. And I didn't correct you, and it'll keep me up at night.
0: Yeah, it's all right. I'm, well, what's great is I can delete whatever I've said wrong out <laughs> and leave in with saying what Manto is wrong for something. I've
1: just seen her doing Sophie's Choice, but I don't think we should have the <laughs> Sophie's Choice. <laughs> oh god,
0: okay. the Sophie's Choice one selling cheese would be like really convincing. There, please but, buy the cheese.
1: I can't. I literally can't even.
0: Right. Okay. So Go on, next one. Which, which mael Street character would you get to drag you across the line at a marathon? You're running a marathon, but you're not going to make the last kilometer.
1: Well, it's certainly not the one from Doubt, because she wouldn't, you know, she'd doubt you so much.
0: Yeah. Who's you're it? not even uh, registered in this uh, marathon. I'm,
1: no, sir. I'm, I, I mean, it, oh, it's the one from the It is genuinely the mum from Riverworld.
0: No, you can't reuse No, characters. I
1: didn't choose her in the end. In the end, I chose Donna from Mamma Mia.
0: Okay, all It's right. not fair. <laughs> All right, so we got yeah it, it that's I think that's that's gotta be it she'll fucking
1: drag you of course is, she'll drag you across,
0: Yeah. She's kind of nothing she can't do she'll drag you across in the boat and then
1: yeah knock and then out maybe' anyone who's coming yeah.
0: and then finally, which Meryl Streep character would you get to miniaturize themselves and go inside you to remove a tumor
1: definitely the grandma from little women
0: <laughs> she, she, i don't I think she'd be confused by the technology She's... She, no. At that, at that point, wouldn't they have been putting like leeches on? She just put a bunch of leeches on your tumor.
1: But you just said that she's proposing it. Like the science, it's a given that they accept the science. I think she has the right headset to come inside <laughs> me, and fix the tumor. <laughs> Why are you laughing about Mary Streep coming inside me?
0: Nothing. No, there's something funny in the background there. Oh, it's, uh... Yeah, it's that old that all lives matter flag that you've got in the back. Uh, just tickled me. Um, but... <laughs> so you go with the the nan from little women is she a nan?
1: The grandma yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure it's the grandma yeah wait a uh, minute
0: have you are you doing right. this because she's already a little woman because <laughs> exactly right.
1: she's already because it's little women the little woman uh full colon they get tinier they just keep getting tinier
0: the idea
1: she's already little work to do. Exactly. Okay, right. <laughs> so that's, isn't that why this Meryl Streep's proposing the plan to me because she's yes. already <laughs> so miniature well, is it because... it's quite <laughs> hard for me to hear her because she's so because... little because the she's idea a little, of a little, little.
0: woman it just that's the resolution to every problem if you've been like I've got a tumour she's like I know what's going to solve this little woman goes inside you fixes the tumour
1: <laughs> but she is right in that littleizing a tumour is certainly the way to go because it, obviously tumours should be made smaller if not ablated is that the right and word that's an important
0: no, that's... that's our important sign off at the end of our mail street deep dive <laughs> So cheers for that, um we we said it last week but we'll say it again uh have you got anything that you want to promote or anything
1: yes please you thank you um i want to plug these <laughs> what? I'm sorry i would like to plug i'm on instagram um please do give me a follow my name is Davina Bentley Comedy. I'm also on TikTok as Davina Comedy. And um I always post my shows, but um I do online sketches, so you should watch them. Some of them and, are good, um, don't they? Often they're really often they're <laughs> funny. Cause I know you I know you have your thing about not finding women funny and stuff, or um it, you know, not finding women sexually attractive or funny, but you know, my videos are, are funny, so...
0: Just the ones that won't talk to me on the train when yeah, I've asked yeah. them Talk to times. me, why
1: aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me?
0: I think you look pretty without makeup. That's just me, though. Really...
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I'm sort of different like that.
0: <laughs> so you read my pamphlet?
1: Um... Yeah, although I don't know why you put that racist stuff in there. I thought that was so unnecessary, but...
0: Yeah, I guess they do
1: when you when you join the National Front. That's what they make you do, right?
0: I genuinely thought that meant, like, a beach walk. <laughs>
1: when you were like, what, well, like nine? You thought the next
0: yeah, <laughs> People were like, why like... don't you
1: join? You were like, I want to join. It sounds lovely. I
0: was like, what's the front of the nation, the coast? And we'll just go for a walk and I'll learn how to tie some
1: knots. Oh, sweet. Um, Do you know what? You're not wrong. They probably did call it something that sounds really innocuous, like national front. Yeah, you're right. It sounds a bit like civil service, doesn't it? All right. So
0: for, for anyone who tuned in to hear a deep dive on Mell Street, uh, I'm glad you've had so much important uh content to make you decide for me i'd say go watch the river wild uh have a good time davs thanks so much for coming on and ruining my day